forgot something everybody um follow me into the kitchen if you will you really have no choice in the matter because it's me talking into a radio shack tape recorder and uh you coming along whether you like it or fucking not and um we're in the kitchen and then i'm taking care of something i forgot and i headed back to the living room which is uh, which is where the magic happens, everybody. It's where the magic happens. <laughs> Hi, everybody. Uh, it is me. Yo, boy. <laughs> Stu. McAllister with me as always all of the time the dogs Sadie dog wean dog I took a nice picture of wean dog yesterday I uh, I have a window on the side of the house where wean dog can uh, jump on her hind legs have her front legs up and she can look out the window and she can see you up close and personal and I took a picture of her yesterday doing it and uh, I I like the picture a whole lot. It's on my uh, Instagram page and my Facebook fan page. Someone gave me shit about having a Facebook fan page. A friend of mine. A friend of mine did. I've known her before Facebook was a fucking thing. I've known her a long ass time. And I guess it finally dawned on her that I have a Facebook fan page. And she's like, fuck you for having a fan page. <laughs> and I told her, I said, I only have it because of comedy. If I was not a comedian, I would never have formed one. I never would have had one. The, the fan pages for people who don't know me aren't friends with me but they like what i have to say they like my jokes they like whatever i have to say and then they follow me on the fan page it's as simple as that if i was Stu McAllister, the fucking social worker i never fucking would why would i fucking made a fan page it was all for comedy you only have the fan page if you're an entertainer an athlete a politician the newscaster shit like that social worker no Dog owner, no. <laughs> right, Sadie Dog? Oh, I was all kind of mad at the dogs today. One of the dogs took a dump upstairs. Sadie Dog, I'm sure. One of the dogs took a dump in the basement. Wean Dog, I'm sure. Because I have a laundry basket full of, like, shoes. And it prevents... It prevented the dogs from walking past it. Sadie Dog wouldn't do it. Wean Dog wouldn't do it. But then eventually Wean Dog realized, oh, I can just fucking jump over this shit. Sadie Dog doesn't. Wean Dog does. So I'm assuming Wean Dog took the dump in the basement. Fucking dogs. Motherfucking dogs. Uh, today was a weird day at work. If you're new to the podcast, first, thank you for listening to this horse shit. It doesn't get any better or any more interesting than what I did for the last three minutes. 
It's all it is. It's all it is is me ranting, yelling, saying shit, uh, literally saying the word shit. <laughs> and that's it. But I work for Dippin' and today I had to go deliver a freezer down in Indiana, northern Indiana, legitimately five minutes over the border. I go down, I deliver this Dippin' freezer to a guy. It's his uh, daughter's graduation from high school. They want to celebrate with Dippin' Dots. All right. And they paid a shit ton of money, everybody. I'm not going to lie, a shit ton. I would not love my daughter enough to get her a Dippin' Dot freezer. <laughs> Uh, and then I had to drop off another freezer at Kalamazoo College, another hoity-toity college. Uh, maybe that's where the guy's daughter is going to go to school. And then I come back, I go back to the warehouse, and we're supposed to get an order today, which we fucking needed. Because there is almost zero product in the, uh, in the warehouse. We only have, we have seven flavors, and we only have product for three of them. And it's the three worst-selling flavors. Not good, right? Not good. But we're getting the shipment in today, so we'll all be good, right? So we're sitting around waiting, and finally, probably around 1 o'clock, we get a message that uh, they lost our shipment. It's in Chicago somewhere, and they don't know where the fuck it is. And I'm like, how the fuck is that possible? Because you assholes transported on a goddamn truck. How do you lose a shipment? So my boss is losing his fucking mind. He is incredibly upset. And uh, I am doing my best to remind him. I'm like, hey, man, it is ice cream. We are not curing cancer. Fucking shit happens, man. Relax, relax. And I told him, hey, if I got to work Saturday, great. If I got to work Sunday, great. I don't give a fuck. The football game I was supposed to go to on Saturday uh, got canceled. The other team forfeited. It's all bullshit. I talked about it on the Patreon yesterday. What are you going to do? So I made a hell of a day. I So we had to do, me and my boss did some warehouse shit. We, had, we did some prep work and getting ready for the shipment to come in. We got to build new freezers. We have new placements. So that means new freezers, getting them ready. It's all fucking shit you don't care about but that's how we do and you gotta roll with the punches I, I know a good majority of you do the same kind of job that i do you just work for a company it's a lot of grunt work you do what you do and shit changes and there's no point in fucking losing your mind about it i have no control over the fucking shipment being lost all of these businesses that we got to deliver to they gotta fucking wait what do you want to do you, they gotta fucking wait no one's gonna die do any of you work for a place where anyone's going to die? I highly doubt it. Even when I worked for psych hospitals and stuff, the, the, the probability of someone dying was very, very low. It was there. Trust me. I know it was there because people did die. I'm aware. But still very, very low. Nobody's going to die because I didn't fucking deliver Dippin' Dots to them today. So you get over it. Speaking of shit like that, I was getting into it with this guy that I know. I've met him in person. Uh, we're our Facebook friends. He is a HR employee. And I have told him on numerous occasions, uh, because I 100% believe it, and I 100% will back it up, that HR is fucking garbage. <laughs> it is shit. HR is shit. And I tell him this 
on a regular fucking basis. I want to remind him that his job is shit and no one likes him. <laughs> and it's uh, it's because I have never, never had a positive experience with HR. And, and within the last year, I've had many, numerous, uh, you can count on more than one hand, bad experiences I've had with HR. And that is unfortunate because uh, the H stands for human, the R stands for resources. And uh, I've had more than one person tell me that they aren't human, nor are they resourceful. And that's not me saying it. That's other people I'm talking with. That's them telling me this. I have never had a singular fucking person ever tell me that human resources was positive or, pay, or, or played a positive role in their life. They have all said that human resources don't work for the employees. They work for the company. And they will fuck you over at any given opportunity. And I 100% believe it. The only people who tell me otherwise are people who are legitimate HR employees. They, that's what they do. They're HR workers. Because this guy, he recently bought one of my Jart shirts. And thank you for doing that. If you would like a Jart shirt, bring back Jarts, get a hold of me. I am going to make another uh, run of them. I'm going to do it by next Friday. So it'll be Friday the 11th. Get a hold of me. Tell me what size you'd like. They're $20. I take PayPal or Venmo. And that's it. That in It includes shipping and handling. If you live in the Grand Rapids area, I'll probably just drop it off at your house so I can save a little change. But, uh, but there you go. But I've never had anyone tell me that HR has helped them in any kind of capacity because I truly believe they don't. But he came and he, um, he got the shirt for me this weekend. I was like, hey, man, send me a selfie wearing the shirt. And he's like, all right, I will do. And so now, you know, it's uh, four or five days later. I was like, hey, man, send me that selfie. He's like, oh, it's been busy at work. And I'm like, I know he's an HR guy. And I was like, all right, what do you, well, what's been happening? He's telling me he was like, uh, apparently he did some training from like 12 to 3 in the morning. And then he did something else at 6.30 in the morning. And I had to clarify with him. I was like, you did something. You did a training from 12 midnight to 3 a.m. And he's like, yeah. And he's like, we, you know, we each take rotations because apparently whatever company he works for, because I honestly don't know what company he works for. Uh, you know, it's 24-7, so they got a third shift, uh, swing shift or whatever. So he was, like, doing some HR shit with them, some trainings or whatever, this or that. And he's telling me about it. And he's all he's using all of the catchphrases that HR people use. we got to empower the people. And I, and I told him, I said, please stop. Stop using catchphrases with me. Stop using shit like that. It's all fucking garbage. I told him. I literally said it's bullshit. What you are saying to me is bullshit. Because you are just using catchphrases that some fucking asshole somewhere said, this is what we need to do to get people psyched up. And you know who believes in that horseshit? Cult members. Cult members believe in that shit. You get wrapped up in garbage like that. Fraternity brothers. Fucking religion in general. It's the shit where you get fucking brainwashed 
And you're like, oh, yeah, fucking, this is what we do. Empower the people. Fuck off. Fuck your mom. And he's like, well, what do we do about leadership? And I'm like, fuck leadership. I have never worked for a company where I felt leadership knew what the fuck they were doing. Or have given a shit about me as an employee or even the job that I do as an employee. Never. I've never fucking felt that way. It's all been very patronizing. If there's been any kind of like, thanks. It's all been very like, uh, shit like that. You know, it's like, uh, I don't really want to do this, but fucking some HR guy told me to do it. Uh, some fucking book I read said that I need to do this. Uh, it's all fucking garbage. It's all garbage. And you cannot tell me otherwise. You can't because you're wrong. I've been in the workforce. Oh, well, I mean, legitimately, my first job, I was probably like fucking 11, 12, delivering newspapers. And then I fucking caddied for a while. I fucking worked at a pharmacy. I did landscaping. I, you know, did all sorts of shit. I've been in the workforce for a very long time. And I have, here, let's go over the places that I work for in fucking Grand Rapids. Pine Rest. Never felt like anyone gave a shit. Uh, CPS, Child Protective Services, working for the goddamn government. Never felt like anyone there gave a fuck. Uh, thresholds. Transitions. Another mental health facility didn't give a shit. Forest View didn't really give a shit. Uh... Spartan Foods definitely didn't give a shit. The only reason they ever gave a shit when I was at Spartan Foods is when I fucking quit. And there was no one there to do my fucking job when I left. And that's when they started fucking talking to me. That's when they're like, well, what we can do to make things better for you? Like, clearly you fucking can't. Because you weren't going to do a goddamn thing until I quit. Tells me that you don't give a fuck. Uh, Spectrum. Fuck no, man. Uh, Fifth Third Bank, eat my balls. And uh, I'll even say currently, fucking the Whitecaps. The only one who gives a shit at the Whitecaps right now is my immediate boss, who really doesn't have any kind of fucking control over, like, raise insurance or anything like that. The Whitecaps don't give a fuck about me. They don't give a fuck about their employees. The majority of their employees are part-time or seasonal. They don't give a fuck. Why would you give a fuck about part-time or seasonal? Half the time, those people aren't coming back next year, so they don't give a fuck. It's ingrained in their fucking brain to not give a shit. And so I called out the guy. I called out the HR guy, and I said to him, I said, Hey, what is the one thing that HR people or leadership give a shit about? And I said, You got one guess. And he said, Oh, you're trying to get me to save money. I'm like, Yeah, I'm trying to get you to save money because that's the only fucking thing. Who fires you? HR people. Why do they fire you? Probably cost-cutting kind of thing. Right? It's goddamn money. Money is the only thing that motivates leadership. That's fucking it. And even when it is money, it's money for them. Not for fucking you. Not for fucking me. Not for fucking me. So, uh, if you're HR, go fuck yourself. Truly, I mean that sincerely. Go fuck yourself. You don't give a fuck about me. You don't give a fuck about your employees. You don't. You can tell me you do. You don't. 
You can say that you do. No. 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 <laughs> no. Uh, maybe I'll get in trouble with some people over this. I don't give a shit. I truly, I don't. Why would I get in trouble over speaking my mind about HR and what a shitty job most of them do? It's one of those weird things where, like, the people who say HR is doing a good job, I'm like, well, look the fuck around. Again, ask people. I've yet to tell me, I've yet to have a person tell me that HR has done a good job for them other than people who work in HR. It's 100% true. I'll make it a goddamn post on Twitter tonight. Fuck, I'll do it right now because I know otherwise I will forget. Uh, Getting to my Twitter. Getting to my Twitter. Gonna get to my Twitter. Please go follow the Twitter page for the Elemental Podcast. It's just Elemental Podcast. Uh, So tweet. Uh, have you ever had a good, ex- uh, nah, I don't want to, have you ever had a good experience with HR? Fuck that. That's the question. Um, are human, are, how about this? Are company human resources positive how about that um we'll do the poll yes no fuck no uh they are evil (laughs) our company human resources positive our our Oops, sorry. Are a company's human resources positive posted? It's up now. Go check it out if you would like. There we fucking go. There we fucking go. And I like to know. I can guarantee right now. Uh, yes is is not going to win. I, I'd be surprised uh, if it got more than ten percent. It won't. It won't get more than 10%. I highly, highly fucking doubt it. I wish it did, man. I wish it did. There have been, on more than one occasion, I have gone to HR to advocate on behalf of an employee, uh, a coworker of mine, who got fired for bullshit reasons. And I went to HR and I said, go fuck yourself. And I said, go fuck your mom. And uh, it 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 never changed for the positive. It never changed to what I was asking for. Uh, it just, it was what it was. And uh, HR is shit. Please tell me that HR isn't shit. I would like to know if HR isn't shit. Uh, speaking of shit, I listened to a new brand new podcast for me today. I had never heard of it. I was completely unaware that this podcast existed. Uh it's been around a little bit. It's got 57 fucking episodes. It's a lot of fucking episodes for me to not even be aware. And it's two very famous comedians who have this podcast. The podcast is called uh, the Bill Burt Podcast. How about that? That's uh, Bill Burr and Burt Kreischer. And uh, I love Bill Burr. And uh, I am a... Uh, 
I was at best, at best, I am indifferent to Burt Kreischer. For the most part, I don't like Burt Kreischer. I'll say that. I'm not, I, I'm not even indifferent. I don't like Burt Kreischer. We'll leave it at that. Uh, and the reason why I don't like Burt Kreischer is because he's not funny. <laughs> Burt Kreischer is all personality. Uh, as a comedian, I don't think he says anything funny. Um, I have watched some of his specials before. I don't find them particularly good. Uh, he he has one bit that I found mildly funny. It was about why he's called the machine. And it had something to do with the Russian mafia. And they called him the machine. Apparently, like, his Russian was poor. And so when he introduced himself, he called himself the machine, I guess. I, I don't fucking know. It was kind of funny in the moment. But um, I don't I don't like Bill Burt Kreischer. I don't like him. I just don't. I get why people do. Um, and I find those people stupid. <laughs> I'm very opinionated today because I don't give a fuck. I got all surly because I'm, an HR dude is trying to argue with me about the fucking benefits of HR. Eat my balls. I, I tr- again, I truly feel like if HR didn't exist, uh, my life wouldn't fucking change for the worse or the better. It would just remain the same. Truly. Would your would your life be worse if HR didn't exist? Shit. I was talking with one woman today. I'm getting back to HR because this is how much they fucking piss me off. I was talking with one woman today and I was asking her about it. I was like, yeah, what is your belief on HR? And uh, she was she was the latest one who said they aren't human or resourceful, but she was telling me that she still has to have communicate. She hasn't worked in 15 years. But she says she still has to have contact with the H- HR department at her old job. And I was like, why do you have to have, why do you got to do that? And she says, um, because of her retirement account, her ex's retirement account. And uh, even though they've been divorced since 2014, they still can't divide the stuff correctly. So that tells me they have, the HR department has their head shoved way up their asses. So I'm listening to the Bill Bird podcast. And trust me, I, up until today, up until today, I had no idea this podcast even existed. I know Bill Bird did a podcast on his own. I know Burt Kreischer did a podcast with Tom Segura. I like Tom Segura a whole lot. Uh, and I like Burr a whole lot. I don't like Bill Burr's podcast, though. It's just him kind of doing what I'm doing, but I'd like to think that I fucking... Do a better job of this because Bird just fucking gets on. He's like, eh, he's looking at the wall and shit. Eh, the fucking, oh my God, look at the fucking clock. Ah, eh, fucking, I got a goddamn Boston accent. Fucking, ah, fucking, he sucks. Bill Burr, as far as the podcast go, he sucks too. <laughs> I'm shitting on everybody today. If you guys enjoy this free podcast, because Stu's shitting on everybody Please consider subscribing to the Patreon. I shit on everybody on the Patreon. <laughs> Actually, I don't really shit on anybody on the Patreon. But it's the same shit. It's the same shit. Um, so there we go. Uh, so I'm listening. The only reason I was listening to the podcast is because I was made aware that my, my favorite podcaster, a guy who's good at podcasting, 
Dan Lebetard was going to be on it. He was on it. I'm like, oh, fuck. All right. I will go listen to this podcast. I'd never heard it before. I will listening to, listen to it because Dan Lebetard was on. And uh, Dan had mentioned something about Bill Burr the other day on his podcast. And so I thought Bill was going to come on and he never came on. And so I'm like, oh, well, I guess I missed something. And then I'm like, oh, it's because he was on their podcast. So I go listen. Bill Burr is an awful fucking podcaster. He's an awful fucking interviewer. He doesn't know how to interview people. He doesn't listen to people. He doesn't research people. He kept fucking calling Dan Lebetard Dan Lebetard. He had no idea really who he was. He thought Dan was white. Dan is goddamn Cuban. It's unfucking real. All of this shit. It was just bad. Bill is great at fucking uh, doing his own stand-up. He's great when he's being interviewed. He sucks ass when he's the guy in charge. He sucks donkey cock when he's fucking having to be the guy asking questions. It's, It's an abomination. It's atrocious. He is ungood. And the sad part is he is a thousand times better than Bert Kreischer. Here's Bert Kreischer. You're really fucking good, Dan. (laughs) He laughs at every fucking thing he says. He's the ultimate yes man. I am surprised that he doesn't work at an HR company somewhere. (laughs) He sucks. And I don't find him funny as a comedian either. That's just me. He's all fucking personality driven. The reason why Dan was on, though, that Dan was fucking talking about his new adventures, leaving the ESPN, starting his own fucking company, fucking uh, Metal Arc Company, whatever the hell it is, all these other podcasters. Tomorrow they're doing 24-hour YouTube. 24 hours, everybody. Go to the Dan Lebertard YouTube channel. I don't know when it starts. Uh, maybe noon? I don't fucking know, but they're going to do 24 hours of the podcast all on YouTube. Should be fun. I'll check it out at some point. But it just made me fucking angry. It made me angry listening to this, that fucking Kreischer sucks balls and Burb sucks balls too. But they suck balls in different ways from each other. Uh, and uh, Go listen to it. Go listen to it. It's called the Bill Burt Podcast. Go listen to it. It's the very last one. And tell me that you couldn't do a better job interviewing somebody. You could do a better job. I 1,000% know, not even believe, I know that I could do a better job than fucking Kreischer and Burt together. God damn, they suck. Just do, I don't know why they do podcasts. They blow. They should just do stand-up. I know Bert's fucking doing, or Bert, Bill is doing more and more acting. He was in the goddamn fucking uh, Mandalorian. He's been, he's getting more and more acting roles in movies. Good for fucking him. I do like him. He sucks at us as a podcaster. Pure sucks. <laughs> and uh, I think he'd fucking agree with me. The problem is everybody fucking loves Burr and they'll fucking listen to this garbage. I hate. When I'm listening to a fucking podcast, and then all of a sudden in the middle of it, there's like five goddamn minutes of ads. Will you get that from me? Fuck no. I do all my shit at the end. (laughs) 
And you kind of know, hey, Steve's doing fucking uh, promotions here. I can turn it off. <laughs> but don't you fucking ever turn off my promotions. Go buy a donut at the Whole Thing Donut Shop in Forney, Texas, motherfuckers. <laughs> Go listen to another episode podcast. They just did the goddamn Truman Show. Ugh, Christ. I'm in a mood. It sucks I'm in a mood. I hate being in a mood. I went and got wings from the Detroit Wing Company. I love them. They're great. The thing that sucks, though, about them is I called them at, like, 3 o'clock, and I was like, hey, I'd like to order some wings. And they're like, yep. And we get through the whole thing. I was like, hey, can I, uh, I'd like to not pick these up until 5. And they're like, oh, we can't do that. I'm like, what do you mean you can't fucking do it? I'm giving you the order now. And then, I don't know, 4.30, start making the goddamn wings. They'll be ready at 5, fucker. But they couldn't do it, so I had to call back at 4.30 and fucking tell them what I wanted. And there we go. So on my way there, I got I got this phone that I found months ago when Jamie was still here. She gave me shit that I found this phone and I kept it. It was like in the fucking weeds and I, the, the screen was cracked. No one's coming to get out of this. The battery was dead. And I'm like, I'm, I'm just going to give it a fucking a phone company. So then they can either recycle it or whatever. Because I, I go into the Verizon. And uh, I was like, hey, uh, I got this phone here. And they're like, oh, what do you want to do with it? I was like, well, I want to throw it in the fucking river. But you guys take this shit. And they're like, yup. And I was like, all right, I'd rather give it to you than throw it in the river. So they took it. So that's a positive thing. So I go get the wings. And I'm like, oh, I'm going to stop at this place. I'm going to get a sixer. Sixer, dude. I'm going to get a sixer. Sixer, buddy. And uh, so there's a place near Detroit Wing Company called the the Crushed Grape. Right? Wine store, liquor store, whatever. Beer store, whatever. So I go... And I get in there, and there's two people at the counter. God knows why there's two people at the counter. There's nobody fucking there. And the dude's playing on his phone. I don't know what the fuck he's doing. Fucking, what is that game called? Jewels? Whatever the hell it is. I don't know what the hell. He's like, what's up, dude? I'm like, dude. And the woman comes over, and she's the one who actually does all the work. This woman, um... I've never seen this before. This woman had jewelry on her nose. And when I say jewelry on her nose, I'm not even sure how to exactly describe it because it wasn't like a nose ring like on one of the nostrils. It wasn't like a nose ring through the middle like a goddamn bull ring. This was a, a, a like a chain over the bridge of her nose. But then it was connected to both of her nostrils. But it was like through her fucking nasal cavity? Because there was nothing there to indicate why this fucking chain is on the bridge of your nose. It was incredibly distracting. I didn't understand what the fuck was going on. It was very odd. But she rings me up 
And uh, she has two receipts for whatever reason. And uh, I, I thought they were mine, but they were both theirs. I had to sign one, and they had both. And then I was like, I would like a receipt of my own. She wasn't going to give me a receipt of my own until I fucking asked her for one. It was very strange. Mm. So now I'm drinking an IPA from Arbor Brewery Brewing Company called uh, Tilted Earth. Summer IPA. The can is really weird. It's got a weird feel to it. I know you're like, what are you talking about, Stu? I'm like, I don't know how to describe it, everybody, but it's got a weird feel to it. It's good, though. I like it. I just wanted something new, wanted something different. There we go. Mm. Okay. Uh, God damn, we're over a half hour, and I've already been fucking talking nonsense, Sadie. I haven't said a goddamn thing yet. Oh, um, first and foremost, I would like everybody, I talked about this on the Patreon because it happened yesterday, and I really feel like people should, um, if they can, if you can, um, I, I, I would like you to contribute to a GoFundMe. Um, I talked about this at length yesterday on the Patreon, but a, a, a guy that I know, a guy that I was very friendly with, a guy that had, he had my phone number, I had his phone number, he came to my house, he, he did some uh, heaney work for me, um, he was a dude who would send me Snapchats and he would text me dirty jokes and shit like that, we were very friendly with each other, he was never a guy that I felt like I could or should call and go, hey man, let's go have some drinks. But he was a dude that I very much liked and I, I enjoyed his presence. And I found out yesterday um, that he had passed away fucking back in April. And, and and I only found that out because I'm like going, why, why hasn't this guy shown up in my timeline, in my Facebook timeline? Because he was always there. He was a, a constant. I hadn't seen him in forever. And I don't exactly understand the algorithm of Facebook, but you know people kind of come and go. And then when I went and actually looked yesterday, I discovered that he had passed. And he was a young man. He was only 37 years old. And uh, there is a, a, a GoFundMe to him that I, I will post in uh, the description of this podcast. And if you can contribute, I, I would greatly appreciate you doing that. Um Several people who listen to the podcast, uh, to to the Patreon, um, subscribed. Five out of my six listeners. That's fucking amazing. Five out of my six listeners uh, donated. And, and this is this is what I'll say to you. Um, if you can look at it this way, if you donate just five dollars, that is five dollars that does not go to Starbucks. Right, a Starbucks coffee probably costs you like five bucks. That is five dollars that Starbucks, the fucking goddamn monstrosity from Seattle, doesn't get and it goes towards a family could use it to help bury their son. So if you can do it, fantastic. I, I you know, if if you can't, I one hundred percent get it. Trust me, I, I am aware. You got other things going on. There's more important things in the world. But if you can, I, I highly encourage it. And I am very grateful to the five listeners of the podcast who did contribute. Um, I, I reached out to all of them, and, and I, I told uh, I told them that I appreciated what they did because this, for whatever reason, this hit me harder than maybe it should. I don't know. I think it hit me because he's my handyman, and I'm fucked. <laughs> 
<laughs> now I gotta find another handyman. A good handyman are hard to find, but he was a very good dude, and um, I, I know I I well clearly I missed his presence because I was searching him out. I know I will continue to miss his presence, and if you can um, if you can uh, if you can contribute, fantastic. Enough of that. Enough of that. Uh, I got it wicked fucking early this morning. I think mostly because there was a skunk who fucking did a skunk goddamn thing. And uh, so, you know, just smell it. You know, three in the morning, skunk fucking blast someone in the face with skunk juice. There's nothing worse than skunk juice. A long, long time ago, a dog that I had, Gordy, Gordy and Betty, those were my two dogs. I miss Gordy and Betty a whole lot. They were they were fantastic dogs. Gordy and Betty got fucking uh, goddamn skunk juice <laughs> when I was at my mom's house many many years ago. So we had to take care of that. So you know the smell is atrocious. But it got me up, and so I'm just staring at my phone. I mean that's what you do. It's unfortunate. You grab your phone. You look at your phone. You're like ah fuck. And uh, I I saw the story. The story. About a seven-year-old in uh, way, way up in uh, upstate New York, which is funny because everything is upstate New York from New York City. Everything is considered that, and which I think is goddamn bullshit uh, because Buffalo is fucking pretty far away from New York City, and Buffalo is very different from Syracuse, different from Watertown, different from Albany, different from Binghamton. Um, we're all we're all not. We shouldn't all just be called upstate. It's bullshit. New York City can go fuck themselves. Uh, HR people who live in New York City can double fuck themselves. <laughs> but this happened in the small town of Brasher Falls. I've never heard of it. It's apparently on the Canadian border. I'm assuming it's like way way up there. Population of about a thousand, and the seven-year-old was charged with a uh, very serious crime. And you're like, "Oh my God, Steve, what did he do? Did he murder somebody? Did he assault somebody? What the fuck happened?" I'm like, "Well, no, no, nothing, nothing quite like that." He um, he was charged with rape. And so immediately, when you hear that word, you're like, "Oh fuck, rape, rape, a seven-year-old rape." And um, I honestly can't tell you anything about the actual circumstances of what happened because it doesn't even tell you in the goddamn article that I'm reading. It says, Little is known about the circumstances of the arrest, the specifics of the allegations, or the case's disposition. The records of cases involving children are kept private, but in New York, the arrest reignited a discussion about how the justice system deals with so-called young offenders. And uh, he, here's um, here's my here's my perspective on it all, uh, and the reason why maybe my uh, interpretation and reaction to it all is perhaps maybe different from yours is I ran a group for juvenile sex offenders. How about that, everybody? I did group therapy and individual therapy with juveniles who were convicted sex offenders. That's a good time, man. How would you like to go to work every day knowing that somebody you're working with fucking is a fucking child molester? Good times. Children do sexually molest others. It happens. 
Why? More than likely, they themselves were molested. It's a fucking ugly cycle. So you do your best to break the goddamn cycle. That's all you can do. That is all you can fucking do. So, but when it comes to this guy, I think the old, well, I'm assuming it's a guy. They just say seven-year-old child. I'm assuming it's a guy. It could very well be a girl. But I'm going to go on the assumption that it's a guy because guys are goddamn evil. (laughs) That this kid will be fucked with because he will be in the legal system, not in the mental health system. And I also will say this. Often... Kids will only get mental health services because they are in the legal system. That's just how it is. Kids don't search out mental health services. A good portion of the time, the parents of children who need mental health services are not seeking out mental health services. So you get this kid involved in the juvenile system, bing, bang, boom, court-ordered mental health services. That's how it fucking works. Do you want to argue with me on it? Go fuck yourself. You can. That's the legitimacy of it all. That's the reality of it all. Does it suck? Fuck yeah, it sucks. But what do you want? What do you want? If you want to argue with me about it, quit your fucking job, get your master's degree in social worker counseling, and fucking hop right on into it, bitch. That's what I'm going to fucking tell you to do. And then you'll be like, oh, fuck, Stu is right. I just wasted two to three to four years of my life doing this shit when I just needed to listen to Stu for 60 fucking seconds. Uh, what we know now is that the science doesn't support prosecution of second graders, said Don Mitchell, who leads the Legal Aid Society's juvenile rights practice, citing cognitive science that shows such young children lack true awareness of the consequences of their actions that, and that emphasizes the psychological trauma being coughed and prosecuted. Yes, I 100% agree with that. Yes, but then it ultimately becomes how do you get this person involved in mental health services because I'm going to tell you guys this. Back way, way back. Let's go back to the time machine, to the way, way back time machine. We had a president. His name was, he had the double R name, Ronnie Reagan. And Ronnie Reagan said, fuck all this mental health shit. We're fucking not giving anybody any money. We'd rather give money to fucking jails and prisons. Let's lock up these motherfuckers. So they got rid. They deinstitutionalized. That's the word you're looking for. Deinstitutionalized. All of these motherfuckers. And for the most part, everybody, I'll tell you this. People who were institutionalized were institutionalized for their safety 
and your fucking safety. These people were at risk of harming themselves or others if they were left to their own devices in the community. It's the reality of it all. Not everybody can live in the fucking community. You know those lunatics that are fucking out on the corner? Maybe they'd fucking be better served being somewhere in a locked facility. Trust me. I had a woman that I was advocating for to be locked up in a locked facility, and you know what? They ignored me until she fucking killed somebody. And then where did she go? A locked-up facility. <laughs> Fucking. Stu, why did you quit social work? Ugh, <laughs> uh, gross. So the legality of everything that's going on with this kid. Let's look at where he grew up in or where he was living in. He was living in a small town of Brasher Falls. Population of 1,000 people. Do they have a lot of fucking mental health resources there? Um, I don't know. But if I were to guess, I'd say fuck no. Do they have a fucking jail there? 100% guarantee they got a jail. 100% they got a fucking jail. Um, it's, it's just that much easier to get cops involved than social workers involved. All right, Brasher Falls is in St. Louis County. I don't know where the fuck that is either. I'm sorry, everybody. I got to fuck. Now I got to hit the... Because now I'm fucking curious as to where this shithole is. Uh, Brasher Falls. Hashtag Winthrop, New York. It's not even its own fucking place. Uh, For me to drive to Brasher Falls from where I live... Yep, it is way up there, everybody. It's a 10-hour drive. You're doing it all through Canada, more or less. It's probably not that far from Montreal. But, yeah, it is in the Goddingham hinterland. Do they have the resources to deal with this kid? No, they don't. They just don't. They don't. They don't. So what are they going to do? Of course they're going to fucking arrest this kid. They have to. They get, you, you, the kid committed a crime. I don't know what he specifically did. did Can the seven-year-old fucking rape child, can a seven-year-old boy get a fucking boner and fucking put his penis in somebody? I mean, I don't even know if technically that's what he did. I don't understand. I am not a lawyer. Do I have any lawyers who listen to this podcast? Probably not. But I don't know what the legal definition of rape is either. Like, in my brain, when I think of rape, I think of somebody putting their penis in someone who's going, No. It's all unfortunate, and I know nobody wants to fucking talk about it. I don't want to talk about it, but here I am. I'm talking about it. I'm going to stop talking about it now. I'm going to stop talking about it. I'm going to talk about this next story because I, I fucking love it. This is I'm not a fan of the Detroit Lions. I live in Michigan. Uh, I grew up in Buffalo. I'm a Bills fan. Uh, Bills Mafia for life. I keep drunkenly buying more and more Bills paraphernalia shirts and fucking flags and shit like that. But this story is about, the story is about a fucking Detroit Lion player. His name is Nick Bauden. Never fucking heard of this guy. But apparently he's been on the team uh, for a little bit. He was a seventh round draft choice in 2018. Didn't play in a two of his first three seasons because of injuries, so clearly he's a fucking made of glass. 
He missed 38 games in all, and he only played 10. He had he was a fullback, and he only finished with four catches for 17 yards. Not fucking very good. This picture of him, though, that they are they're using for the story, I love because he's wearing a hat that says "Make Fullbacks Great Again." What a fucking asshole! Nobody cares about fullbacks, Nick. I'm sorry that you play the most worthless fucking position on a goddamn football team. The punter is worth more. The fucking long snapper is worth more than a fucking fullback. What a fucking awful fucking position. Um, but he was, uh, he was released today by the Lions. They're like, uh, Nick, get the fuck out of here. You and your stupid hat. Get the fuck out of here. And I just love that, that they have a picture of him. Make fullbacks great again. And he gets cut. And he had a shitty fucking career with the Lions. And I highly doubt that he will play for anyone ever fucking again. Because he sucks. He played 10 games in three fucking years. They played goddamn 16 games in a fucking season. And he played... 10 out of fucking, uh, what is that, 48? You suck. <laughs> you suck. Four catches for 17 yards. You suck. Ugh. Nick Bodden, what does he do? Sucks. He, he will not be responsible for making fullbacks great again. I don't know who the fuck would be. <laughs> uh... All right, everybody, I'm calling it on that. I got some other shit to talk about, but we're at 50 minutes almost. And I don't want to get into these other long stories. So uh, I'm going to encourage you guys to do a couple things. First and foremost, if you enjoyed this, I don't know why. Why did you enjoy it? I know a lot of people love me ranting. So if you enjoyed me ranting today, maybe it was a good day for the podcast. Uh, I know a lot of people like me talking about my Dippin' Dots stories because they can relate to it, not necessarily because they work for Dippin' Dots, but because maybe they're a truck driver or a delivery driver or they work in retail or whatever. Good. A lot of people have said they like me talking about the social work stuff too. Good. I'm glad. I say dumb shit. I will continue to say dumb shit. I'm never going back to social work. I was good at the job. I'm not fucking being humble about it. I knew what the fuck I was doing, and I did it, and people fucking got in my goddamn way, and I steamrolled them when I fucking could. Because <laughs> sometimes you have to steamroll the fucking assholes in your life. But if you enjoy anything I say, please consider subscribing to the Patreon. It's just five bucks a month. One less fucking Starbucks in your life. Give it to me, and I will spend it on Starbucks. Although I can't lie, I would never go to a Starbucks. I would rather go to a goddamn gas station. I, I could care less about fruit-fruit coffee drinks. So do that, please. Uh, I, I'm actually at the most Patreon subscribers ever right now. Six. I lost one, and then I gained one. So I'm at six. I cannot get over the hump. Six is the hump. <laughs> so please help me get to seven be a part of the six member mafia and an enticement i give out free shit to people every now and then speaking of which if you guys uh, i'm not giving out anything free if you would like a jar shirt i will be giving out i'm not giving out i am selling not giving it out i'm selling jar shirts bring back jarts 
You remember that game? Some people call it the lawn darts. I call it jarts. If you would like a jart shirt, let me know your size. And uh, next next week, Friday the 11th, I'm putting an order in. And there we go. Simple as that. 20 bucks. Include shipping and handling. Please go like the Facebook page, like the Twitter page. I already kind of mentioned a couple things. My buddy Matt Harper. Matt Harper! And Manny Lane. They do a podcast called Another Episode Podcast. It is about movies that shape their childhood. And I just hooked Matt and Manny up with two very funny comedians. Guy who was on Letterman. Lady who was on uh, Last Comic Standing. uh, Comedy Central. Very funny people who are going to be part of the podcast. So go listen to their podcast. New episodes drop every Wednesday. And you can follow them on Facebook, Instagram, and Twitter. Do that. And I already mentioned uh, the whole thing. Donut shop in Forney, Texas. My buddy Mark, part owner. They make uh, gourmet donuts. Good stuff. So if you ever get down to Dallas, Forney is a suburb. Go check them out. The whole thing, Donut Shop. If nothing else, go like their fan page on Facebook. Then my boy Adam House. I was talking to Adam today. Give me a call. I talked with him. He came to the realization about some shit. And I was like, oh, man, that's great. He does a uh, thing called the Sunday Slaw with Stephanie Booms. And they eat coleslaw. And they do Facebook Lives of themselves eating coleslaw. And it's a lot of fun. Uh, Adam also is a part of Alex's Arcade. They're doing a golf outing on September 11th. I am going to do it. It is $100, but all the money goes to the charity. The charity helps out kids who have cancer. Uh, They're stuck in hospitals and things suck. So all the money goes towards a good cause. We're going to go golfing. There's going to be prizes and auctions. You get a meal out of it, too. It's well worth it. Uh, offhand right now, I don't know where the golf course is. I'm, a, I'm assuming it's in Macomb County or near the Detroit area. Go find their Facebook page, Alex's Arcade. And I'm looking for a foursome. A foursome? Yes, a foursome. Me and three others. I want three of you to pay 100 bucks each. We'll go golf. We'll have fun. I will shit on people. I will do a Facebook Live of me shitting on someone. <laughs> How about that? Is that worth 100 bucks? You tell me who you want me to shit on, and I will fucking shit on him. Please tell me you want me to shit on Burt Kreischer. <laughs> I will fucking do it. <laughs> but uh, go to their fan page. It wasn't on their website, but apparently the link to it is on uh, the Facebook page. Please do it. Let's go golfing. I suck. I haven't golfed in years. It's Saturday, September 11th. Let's go have some fun and support a good charity. Uh, then my boy, my boy, John Midgley is a magician. He's also a social, a social worker and a barber. I don't know if you guys knew that. He can cut your hair. Uh, but he's got a page on Facebook, Magic JBM. That's where he's got all his magic stuff. Go follow that for me if you could. John's a very good dude. He's been supportive of me. I want to support him. Magic JBM. And then last but not least, uh, Blissful Cravings, Crafts, and Gifts. Check her out. Check her out, dude. Oh, she can make yourself some good crafts, some good uh, baked goods, a lot of good stuff. She is a small businesswoman, and I admire her. I truly do. Anyone who can uh, start up a business and do things on their own, uh, take bull- the bull by the horns and do their own shit, kudos 
But go like her page, Blissful Cravings, Crafts, and Gifts. Hit the like button and then uh, message her and go buy some from her. So do all that shit. I'm done. Thank you guys very much for listening. I'll be back tomorrow for the Patreon. And I will not be back on Monday. There is just way too much shit going on Monday. I already know what I'm doing at work. And I got shit to do after work. No podcast. No freebie on Monday. So no freebie until next Thursday. Sorry, everybody. I'll see you on the 10th. Uh, but go subscribe to the Patreon. I'm telling you, that's I do that pretty much every day. Five bucks. That's it. You guys were great. I have no idea what the fuck I just said for the last hour. <laughs> I'll see you guys tomorrow on the Patreon. Have a good one. Keep on.